Good morning. You are listening to Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are back after Pesach. Sorry, I didn't get right back into right after Pesach, but my kids were here from Israel. It just... And he just spent every single minute with the grandchildren that were in town. It was so nice. So uh, we're back into the swing of things. It's so nice to be back here. Our last show was at Maspia. So uh, we're back in the Long Island studio, Naomi Nachman House. <laughs> um, okay, so those who are tuning in for the first time, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to co- cook. I love to cook for, I love to I'm having a hard time today. I love food. I'll start again. I love to cook it, shop for it, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a cookbook author, wrote two books, Perfect Flavors and Perfect for Pesach. Um, And I just love everything about food, especially going out to all the different restaurants and trying all the yummy food around the country. I've been doing a lot of traveling and I've got a lot more traveling coming up. And I hope you'll uh, tune in and hear about all my food and travel adventures and my chop competitions and my from my exciting guests and I like to hear from you too so email me Naomi at nachamsegel.com and let's keep the conversation going if you made something really yummy let me know if you ate somewhere yummy let me know if you went somewhere yummy let me know because we always want to hear about all the good stuff so Today we are starting off with my friend Atara Ice. She is live in Israel right now and we are going to be talking about the Health and Halacha Conference that is going to be coming up this weekend with Nishmat Yoetzet. And we're going to hear a little bit about the conference and what is my involvement seeing I'm not a teacher. Well, I'm only a kindergarten teacher by training, and I'm not a rabbi, but what will be my component? So let's welcome Atara Ice. Hi, Atara. Hi, Amy. How are you? Good. How are you? I would like to say I'm also not a rabbi, (laughs) (laughs) and I also want to say you're not only a kindergarten teacher. Kindergarten (laughs) teachers are kind of maybe some of the most important people in raising the next generation. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely yeah. I should not put that yes it's very important we are the first line I still see my students my former students who I taught them when they were two or three and now they have their own two or three year olds and I really like they'll come over and they still tell me how much they remember kindergarten which is nice because it was a long time ago oh everything you need to learn you learn in kindergarten oh you know it <laughs> there's that famous line so yeah. welcome to the show how are you everything's good Baruch Hashem. Things are great. We are in this crazy few days before the conference and yeah, uh, we're sure. so excited. Yeah, was this, very exciting. Was this conference ever in person or was always only on Zoom? Or was that like a Corona thing? Yeah, no, it started during Corona started okay. last year because we, it's, it's amazing actually how it started. It was like there was one community uh, in Canada through Mizrahi Canada which said, oh, let's invite all of the amazing Yoatzot and all of these physicians and therapists to speak uh, at for Canada. And then they realized, wait a minute, if we're going to get together all these people, let's do it nationally. Let's right. do it internationally. That's and the beauty of Zoom. To us. Yeah, it really is. And um, yeah, so we're, we, I work, um, I run the Miriam Glaubach Center out of Nishmat. And that which, is which our arm. Located yeah, in? So, in the United States. <laughs> um, and we have, that's where all of our Yoatzot Halacha are trained, and then they go out into communities. And so we're, we're the, the network of communities that, that are, you know, over 50 communities all over the United States who 
hire Yoatzot Halacha and, and make sure that their communities um, have access to a Yoatzot so that none of their questions ever go unasked. So can um, I, um, spe- yeah. Can I ask you to explain what a Yoatzot is? Because in, sure. you and I know, but not everyone knows yeah. what a Yoatzot is. But not everyone knows. Right. So, um, so there's an amazing woman named um, Rebetzin Chana Henkin. She is my my mentor for so many things, and she and her husband, who was really one of the Gedolei Hador, he just passed away about a year and a half ago, um, Rabbi Yehuda Herzl Henkin. So they saw just how much suffering there was, how many women for 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 thirty years that they were involved uh, before they founded the concept of of Yoat. So um, they just they they knew all of the cases where women didn't ask questions, they didn't know where to turn. They weren't comfortable asking a shayla, and that was even if you had the most sensitive rav. Um, so for some women, that is that is completely good for them, and they they are able to really accurately ask their questions. And for some, they just were not asking questions, and therefore they were being very stringent on themselves, or they were being more lenient, or whatever it was. They 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 didn't. The, the whole concept of a yoatzer halacha is let's bring dignity to women as they're asking, as they're living this critical mitzvah, this one of the one of the foundational mitzvahs for for all, and um and you know when they're facing different med- medical and and mental health issues related to their reproductive lives throughout their life cycle. So. The concept was created and, um, you know, it's kind of, it's not like it was created from nothing. There have always been women who are very knowledgeable in this area of law, but this was really um, taking it to a whole different level of knowledge. And I'll, I'll just stress that one of the, one of the important things to know is that we, Yoatzot Halacha, are not rabbis, as I said before. Um, we, we do not paskin. We are, work incredibly closely with the Rabbanim of Nishmat. Um, and also of, with the community rabbis to make sure that, um, you know, a woman's dignity is preserved and enhanced and, um, but, and her, but also her anonymity that she might want from, from the Rav in her community is preserved as well. Okay, beautiful. I just think, you know, someone who's listening to the show might, you know, be, you know, older than myself and, and has not really heard or in a community where they didn't have one and might hear what it is and then search yeah. one out because they're like, oh, wow, I could really yes. use that. So breaking yeah. it down, just explaining it is, is fantastic. Okay. So let's pick yeah. it up about the conference. Okay. So we have this conference coming up and, and basically the idea is let's bring the topics that everybody is thinking about or should be thinking about. Um, let's bring the experts on these topics. Let's bring it in a way that's very um, um, accessible to all, but also allows for that anonymity that some might want. Um, it's really cool The we're doing it on this great conferencing platform and women have the ability to actually identify themselves and say, hi, I'm here. And, and some, and others can, you know, not have everybody know their name or have that level of anonymity and, uh, and listen in on these amazing conversations. That's so fun. We're excited about your session. Okay. Um, and it's like you got it so quickly. I mean, we have a, what, the theme of our conference this year is roots and we, we, we really want to, give people um, an understanding of how our, our lives are rooted in Jewish tradition, rooted in halacha um, and Jewish practice. And um, and we want to give access to those who want to understand a little bit more of the why and how the specific contours of our halachic lives, especially around you know health and halacha, why that developed, how it developed, 
Um, but we know that not everybody's up for a in-depth in shear and some people want to have a, a little bit more of a conversational experience and other people want to try new experiences and others want kind of um, a smaller group where they can do like ask me anything style, which you know well from Instagram. <laughs> um, and so we're, we have these different layers to our conference, um, basically four different layers, four different tracks, but it's not like you have to choose a track and you can't switch. Uh, but But if you go to our website, which is healthandhalacha.com, you will see that there really is something for everyone. There is, um, we also have a French track. <laughs> oh, really? Whole, yeah, we have we, this amazing um, Yoetzer Halacha who, who is French, and she is giving a lot of talks in the in the conference, which is really cool. And oh, it's fantastic. Also really cool to see, like, we, you know, where people from all over the world are are attending from, and, and it's it's really cool to see where, Fantastic. where, where everyone's coming I'm from. I'm sure yeah. that, like, you're going to get different people during different time zones. You know, coming from Australia, I know that, yeah. I'll, you know, uh, you have to pick it up at a different time than someone's coming in from Israel because exactly. America's the center, and then you've got the, 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 the Australia ahead, and, like, exactly. Australia's in Tomorrowland and Israel's, mm -hmm. like, seven years, seven hours into the future. But then you've got the people from California who are behind, so. Yes. And and what we've done, everything will be recorded. So anyone who registers gets access in the recording, uh, to the recordings. So if they want to go to a specific talk but it's not in a good time zone for them, so then they can catch it later. And um, I just – we uh, – we have, we've put together a schedule specifically for those who live in Israel, a schedule specifically for those who live in Australia. Like, okay, we don't expect you to come in the middle of the night, but here, here are the classes that are at like a somewhat reasonable hour. And, right. And are they going to be so. Zoom class, uh, uh, not Zoom, recorded if people want to pick it up yeah, afterwards? Yeah. Okay. Everything's recorded and that way you can, you can go and get it after, and after the class. And people can yeah. sign up online for the class. Um, so sign up for the whole conference and then you have access to over 50 classes. Okay, great. How, are there other food classes besides me? Are there other? No. no I'm the no. only foodie? Whoa, well, represent. We're going to have to, next year we, we may have, we, we maybe should, you know. We'll make a whole food track. Variety. I'll help you make a food track. <laughs> I would love that because I think I'm you serious, said something Atara. to me the other day. I agree because you said something to me the other day that was so powerful. You you have chosen a dish, a few different dishes for this that really fits into the theme of our conference. Like our theme is about like bridging that gap, that gener the generational gaps, right? Um, about showing a level of continuity between of our beautiful Masora, but also knowing that our Masora is being is being kept in a day and age where I mean I'm sure every generation says this, but like I guess I'm getting older. So I, I feel like I, I look and say, I don't even recognize the general culture out there. Like there are things that I just I don't even understand what's going on out there. Right. Um there's a lot of wonderful things, but there's a lot of a lot of different um I don't know cultural things that are going on that are confusing for people. And so we're tackling those things and you take a look at our, our list, go, go to healthandalaka.com and you'll see we're really tackling those things. So Naomi, you said to me, ah, good. So I need to choose something, a, a dish that like a classic that a, that a bubby would make, but, but let's turn it, let's make it modern. <laughs> and I was like, you got it. That's exactly. Right. So, so it's really, yeah, so what do you bring into our conference? Right. So it's really interesting. I was really like, I wanted to create something from scratch. Um, Something I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but something that's like old school that you can use, make, and then use a modern recipe to finish it off. So we're actually going to make in the – how long is my class? I don't even know, 45 minutes, an hour? 
you tell us. Okay, great. Whenever I'm done, I'm done. We're gonna be we're gonna take a jug of milk. We're gonna take a jug of milk and we're gonna turn it into ricotta cheese. We're gonna then whip it, which is a more modern version, and then put it on toasts and serve it with roasted strawberries. Yeah, so it's amazing. I've been making with my kids all week. Right. The point is we want people to bring bring multiple generations around. So some people are lucky and get to live right near their family members and other people can can cook together on Zoom. Um, yeah. They can everyone can join in together. And then um, we're, we're going to do a little hashtagging. Right. People can send in their photos and and um, of, the, of multi-generations cooking together, um, which is cool. And then oh, well, we'll do a little we're going to do a little giveaway. Yeah. Oh, that's great. We're going to give away my book. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yes. Right. We'll do a little, a little giveaway because that, that's the thing. Like, you know, there's so many different ways that the generations can kind of, you know, the, the, the meaningful experiences that you can create for your family and, um, and, and, and you're doing that. That's what you do, Naomi. You, you're, you bring that to so many people and yeah. it just fits so perfectly in our conference. Yeah, I'm like very kind of excited. Experience. But next year, we're going to remember this now. We're You're going to remind me. You're going to remind me. I'm actually sitting here with actually two great women in food industry in the in, in the food industry, Jamie Fight and oh, Esther Anzarut. Esther Anzarut developed a gluten-free line of food because so many women speak about health and halakha. Actually, both of them work well together because Esther developed a line for gluten-free products for all the people out there that are Crohn's and celiac, celiac yeah. and all the stomach. And, and Jamie Fight is a dietitian. I'm, I'm basically introducing oh. you into the show now. Okay. Is a registered dietitian whose child has celiac. So, you know, the two of them work together to, you know, feed that, <laughs> feed each other. But yeah, um, oh, they would amazing. love to be involved. They're like, tell them, I, they, they'll wave their hands at me. You know, they want in. Okay, so. we just plan the beginning of next year. Yes, yeah, I'm going to, we should make a committee here. Okay, amazing. Yes. So to sign up for my class or all the incredible other medical classes or halakha classes that are be going on uh, next this Sunday, this Sunday, you got. Yeah, they're listening to this Sunday. Friday morning. You've got two days. Stop what you're doing. Healthandhalacha.com, and sign up for any yeah, anything. And also movement. Move, you, we it, also have we have movement too. What, we what? have yeah, we have Pilates and we have oh. um, yeah, that's Pilates and a pencil skirt and we have um, <laughs> so it's yeah, we have like Rashi so Yeshiva and like you know. <laughs> Russia Yeshiva and Pilates and um, food all in one and, conference. Yeah. This and, is and the food. conference. <laughs> I love know, it. So yeah. And, and Zumba, we have Krumba Chicago, you know, Tsipora Gelman. Sure. Yeah. Great. Um, so yeah. Great. Okay. Fantastic. Great. So everyone jump on, sign up. Uh, you can sign up right until the conference, right? During the conference. Yeah, you can sign up. You okay. can sign up during the conference. Okay, do, text me later how many people <laughs> yeah. have signed up for my conference already. We Just, have over so, – okay, so far we have over 2,000 people signed up for the conference overall. And uh, we can't wait for more. We want to bring this to as many wow, people Wow, 2,000 people coming yeah. to the conference. Yeah. Okay, yeah. amazing. Well, we don't – okay, great. We're very excited. And your husbands because we have, we have a date night. There's a Chavrusa date night. And we've got um, different different programming for men as well. Check out what we got. Okay, fantastic. Atara, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, we'll talk soon. I'll, t- I'll, I'll We'll yes. talk this afternoon because I've got some questions for you about the, the, the event. <laughs> and everyone should have a good Chavez. All right, good Chavez. Thank you. Okay. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye.
Okay, we had Atara Ice there. Maybe it's probably rabbits and Atara Ice. <laughs> uh, they're from Israel uh, joining us uh, this morning. It's so great to hear from her. She's great to speak to. I love planning the conference with her. We were in touch a lot, a lot, a lot. And I practiced that ricotta cheese over and over and over it again. It looks so good. It was amazing. I did not invent the recipe. I just thought it was – I had to practice my skills at making it and then made my own twist for it. So – can't wait to share that with everyone. All right. Fantastic. Before we jump into it, let's do our What's Cooking segment, sponsored by our friends at Heaven and Earth. I think you will appreciate this. I don't know if you're gluten, if you're dairy-free as well as gluten-free, because quite often they go together. People are... I'm not. J- Jamie is not. You can eat dairy, just not gluten. Um but Heaven and Earth has got uh, this brand new product. It's soy-free, gluten-free, plant-based feta. Right? I feel like we can do so much with that. It's going to be in the supermarkets. We're calling this a sneak peek by our friends at Heaven and Earth. It's coming on the shelves this month. You can basically put it in your flagship dishes. Maybe you could do like pastrami and feta cheese. So I use the one from Trader Joe's, which is similar, but it's very salty. So hopefully this one will be better. I'm sure it will be better. It's a really – like I, I – I can't wait to try it, but I think like it really opens up the doors to what we can mix and match together. All these plant-based products has been absolutely. I think that would be great mixing it with other plant-based cheeses, just to give it a little bit more like zing and a little you know extra strong flavor. Yeah, yeah, we can do. Think about like a, a pizza. Like you can do like a meat pizza, but also you can make a salad when you're serving meat. You can make a salad like and get Greek that salad. salty, yeah, yeah. like a Greek salad. Yeah. I love it. I love it. This is like really exciting. So thank you to our friends at Heaven and Earth for some great products and uh, for the segment and being a great sponsor. And we've got some more exciting products. And we're hopefully I was trying to get it here in time for the show, but it's really such a new product that we had to make it like a sneak peek. So we're giving you a little like taste just from visually or audio <laughs> hearing um okay so let's talk to our wonderful guests here the oven i thought i turned on okay um but it's not on do we, we need to turn the oven on right because we're gonna cook we're gonna cook a little bit okay yeah. maybe zk for uh, bake 400 start <laughs> what zk not only like makes us work because it's the you know we the show runs because of him um but he also like He's also the producer and, you know, kitchen director um, when we do the shows and we want to cook something in the house. Okay. Thank you, ZK. I, I thought I, I lowered it. I guess sometimes I hit start, but I, the button's close to off. So sometimes when I'm in a hurry, I push the wrong one. Okay. Esther Anzarut. Hi, good morning. You? Good. We have known each other probably one of the longest in the food industry. We started off together. Yes, we really like, did. And I was cooking in my kitchen in my house for t- years ago. Yeah, Ten years ago? Like six or seven years ago. I yeah. feel like it's even longer than I, that. I do too. <laughs> I feel like it's a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we met uh, – do you remember the first time we met? Was it the – no, I don't. I, I don't. We're at Maspia. It always comes back to Maspia at – Remember Katsuji Tanabe? Yes, yes. From yes. Mexicosha? Yes. And Top we took Chef? a class, yes. We took a class together at Honey Applebaum and Melinda. Yes, yes. That was before I even knew who everybody was. Right. Like, like you came over and we all said hello. We took a photo together. That was like the beginnings of yes. Instagram. Like, right, right. Totally remember that. Yeah. Um, and we met there and you told us you have this gluten-free line. And how did you get into this gluten-free line? So it's an interesting story. My We're Syrian Jews. And my 
my uh, son went away to college, and he met his Ashkenaz girlfriend. <laughs> She's now his wife. We have that in my family too coming up. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's beautiful. And she was very involved in like different cultures and getting to know different cultures. Very interested. And here she can't taste our kibbeh and our lachmajin and our sambusak. And we kept trying to come up with ways to adapt the recipes. So we finally were able to, to do it. And then we realized not just people who weren't part of the culture needed to have it. People who grew up with these foods, who so much a part of their lives, are missing out on their ethnic cultural foods. So we decided to offer it to our community. And I really had no idea how many people were gluten-free. I just, I really didn't understand. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a huge thing. I feel like now more than ever, it's autoimmune. Like a lot of people it's autoimmune. reject the glutens. Am right. I saying, am I right? Yes, Jared? it's an autoimmune, your body, right? So what happens is your body will attack the gluten. And while it attacks the gluten, it attacks your organs. So uh. even if you don't have symptoms, you could be doing a lot of damage to your body. So some people do have symptoms and some people don't. But right. it is so you important. might not even know. So you've developed this whole gluten-free line of doughs So we decided to, to pivot. So I'll tell you what happened was we understand our culture. But our culture is not necessarily your culture. So what we did was we decided to give you the tools to give you the autonomy to make the food for your own specific cultural. So if you're Syrian, you might put some uh, lachmajin on top of some puff pastry dough. If you're Ashkenaz, you might roll it into a deli roll. If you're Italian, you know, maybe some sauce and some cheese. Chinese or Asian, you might put some egg, make an egg roll out of it. So we decided that we were going to just give people the autonomy to ha to enjoy their own cultural foods. And that's what, so now we're just offering you the dough. So now you can go home and you can finish off the products. So we're actually going to do a little show here for you. Those who are watching on our YouTube channel on <laughs> Nakam Net, we are going to make, this was the talk of the town over Pesach. It's still available now, correct? It will be available soon. We're adapting it. So during Passover, we can't use kidney art. Um, no, you can use I kidney can, art. I, right. we, we I can. can't. Right, so I can't sell the product with kidney art because obviously so many people can't have them. So we have to use almond flour during Passover. But So during the year, we don't like to use almond flour because a lot of people have nut allergies. We're right. dealing with people with allergies. So if you are for the Pesach, and I'm actually going to open up the Pesach. Puff pastry, can you believe it? We have puff pastry on Pesach now. Yeah. This is like... And it was great. It was amazing. It was tasted like the real thing. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, so with that, look at this. If you're watching on the camera, does that not look exactly like puff pastry? And it's it, amazing. It works just like puff pastry also. So let's make a little pizza. Sure. I think we're all a little hungry. ZK and I are always ready to eat. <laughs> okay. Is it healthier? I... We don't propose to be healthier. We just propose to be gluten-free. Okay. It's delicious. I mean, I it, does, like... it does use margarine. It's a laminate dough. Oh, it's okay. That's what I was going with. Look at that. That is amazing. Wow. Okay, I'm going to just put down some squares on this. I've taken a cookie sheet lined with parchment paper. I'm just going to put out the doughs. Is there anything else I need to do to this before I put on the sauce? No, you're the good. You're, you're more than fine. You don't fine. have to roll it out. No, no, no. And, and I could use this for you were saying before, you were telling me in the kitchen before the show, you could do lachmajin on this. Lachmajin is delicious on that. Which is a Syrian little meat pizzas. Or you can you can fold them over and make a bareka, delicious potato, mashed potatoes, mm. little cheese, meat, whatever it is. It's, you, 
You're the cook. I'm the cook. Today I will play a cook. <laughs> I, I think you do more than play a cook. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. So that looks, as you can see, it looks like real puff pastry. Okay, thank you, Jamie. Okay, so let's just keep it simple. We're going to do, I'm using some Tuscanini sauce. Also been a great sponsor of the show. We're just going to put some down in the middle. ZK, it's already starting to look good, right? These are going to be little pizza squares. Pizza squares, or we could fold them in half. And how long do we bake this? Does it bake the same? Yeah, exactly the same. You treat it the same way, about 12 minutes until they're golden brown. Delicious. They do cook the same. And we also make this into a sheet. So you can make like a deli roll or a, you know, a strudel or oh. something like that. I don't think we can use all of this. Up. You know, Esther, I love the squares because my daughter likes to make the pizza pockets because she can't buy the regular mm -hmm. pizza pockets in the supermarket anymore. So we make pizza pockets out of them. And we also, oh, we, that's so cute. We also do something with the pita bread. We sell it to you raw. You, you, you've had experience with that. It's our favorite. And, and I'm telling you, it never gets old watching it puff. I can watch that all day long. It, <sighs> it puffs right into your oven. And it's, it's really, yes. Yeah, it just, you watch the whole thing just puff up and it's just like a show. One of my customers told me that's her new entertainment is just watching the pizza. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. But Naomi, you know what I'm talking about, right? The Chopsies pizza pockets in the freezer section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're gluten free, you can't have them. So we make pizza pockets out of these squares. And you see how quickly you're coming up with a, a little side dish. You come home from school, from work. Yeah, these are great. When my kids were little, I used to make pizza pinwheels. Right. Yeah, same right. thing. You can make, you could do with it. You, you could do, you it do that with a log. Right, you just have these in the freezer. You pull it out, and in a few minutes, you got, you know, every, we have people make out IS. I don't have to do, I don't have to do um, with this. I don't have to let the frost first. No, no, straight no, no, no. You're frozen. fine. You're fine. Because these are frozen. Okay. I told Esther, I said, I'm going to make something on camera with your Pesach puff pastry because I'm so impressed. Okay, ZK, straight to the oven for 12 minutes. <laughs> Can everyone give it up for ZK? Woo! Okay. All right, so we're going to eat those very soon. Um, so let's talk about this pita. How did you... Doesn't matter. Middle, middle. Okay, thanks. Thanks, ZK's. Cooking up away. Okay, so how did you come up with a pitter idea? Was it like much harder? It's so when I do recipe developing, what I do is I source a few different recipes and I take a little bit from here and a little bit from there. And it, I literally made this for like six months and threw it out every day for six months until I got it where I wanted it. And it's it's it was a lot of work. It was and then somebody asked me to make something for Passover, and I said, you know what? I can't, like cheese bread or something. I said, you know what? I'm going to make my pita bread. I, I can't do what you're suggesting. And I made my pita bread without yeast, and it came out fantastic. And then we came up with the idea to sell it to you raw. By selling it to you raw, we, first of all, you have to understand with gluten-free, the, the uh, flowers get dry very, very quick. 
So even though the item is delicious. What are the flowers you're talking about? You, Not wheat flour. No, what kind of flour? No, you're talking about rice. You're talking about tapioca. There's potato. There's sorghum. There's quinoa. There's millet. And the whole secret is how you blend the flowers. They synergize. So they, they, they work together. And if you want a better product, you need to blend the flowers correctly. It's a whole science. The right amount of... Everything. as Right. So to, yesterday I did a test and I didn't have the right flour and my whole recipe bombed because I couldn't source How the flour. How does that make you feel? Like, do you get sad or do you like, does it make you and pull back or does it make you say, oh, I want to work hard? I've made this recipe a, a hundred times, but now we're in a co-packer. So what does that mean? What's a co-packer, co-packer means I've hired a factory to make, we give them the recipe, we give them the ingredients, and they actually do the production. They do the, the, they do the manufacturing. So we're no longer in the kitchen anymore. Ooh. We've handed it over to them. They're gluten-free, they're kosher, they're very clean, and, you know, they're very nice, they're local. It took me two years to find them. Wow. Yes. Esther's put, like, her heart and soul into her business. Like, it, you really feel it. I've watched you grow, I just, doing different things within that gluten-free world. I just got a text on my way here. Hi, my nine-year-old just got diagnosed with celiac. I get this phone call or this text all the time. I'm, like, the second or first person they call. And another constant thing that I get from my customers is they've, you've given me the opportunity to eat again. We don't. We didn't serve Mazza anymore because it was cruel to put it on the table and say, "I'm sorry, but you can't have it." Right. They go now. We buy it from you. We have ours. They have theirs, and we're all happy. That's and so many people tell me that you've given us our Mazza back. Right. Right. And and I feel like it almost tastes the same. It tastes very good. We work really hard. We use premium ingredients. We're not personally gluten free. And that is a tremendous asset because we know what it should taste like and we can compare it and we can taste it. And if we don't like it and if we won't eat it, you're not getting it. I love it. Yeah, that's, what, great... that's why the pita bread took us six months because if we didn't like it, we, wouldn't, we kept going and going and going to where we're like, you know, and when, I, when people come and taste and they're not gluten-free, they finish the whole bread. I am dying to try this pita. I'm going to so get you some. I, mean, I, I made a mistake, but I didn't bring it, but I will Oh, get that's you some. okay. That's okay. But I, I, I'm like really looking forward. Have you seen it, Jamie? I'm the biggest customer. Her, do- her daughter's obsessed with it. <laughs> okay, isn't that great? No, I mean sh- she'll open a package and eat all all of them. Like all, she'll watch them puff up, then say, "Make me another, make me another." But how do you like? Another. What do you think about the fact that you're cooking it yourself and it's fresh and hot and it cooks in five minutes? It's not a twenty minute deal. So okay, but truth be told, Esther, I really liked it better when you cooked and I picked it up from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you, but okay, like the honey crispy chicken and the kibbe. I'm well. I, you know what we did? You know what we? I, I hear you. I hear that. So what we did was we scaled back in order to scale up, and what, so we we limited our product line so that we could sell more of it and get it to more people. Once we develop our brand, we will bring those those items back, the finished product, the kibbeh, the honey chicken, the chicken nuggets, or the lachmajin, sambusak, all of these things will probably come back once we developed our brand and people recognize and they accept our ethnicity because a lot of people in Chicago didn't know what a sambusak was. Right, right. I don't think there's a big Syrian community in no, but, so, but come on, you're not Syrian. You know what a good lachmajin tastes because like. Because I'm friends with you and I've got cousins that are But the sambusak are amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there I've are there many people. I mean, I've 
the great thing about my business, and I have to tell you, I mean, I'm not originally from New York. I'm originally from Virginia. I didn't grow up in the Syrian community, but my parents are actually from Syria. So, you know, I love living in the Syrian community and being a part of it, but because I grew up out of town, you know, I, I like to also get outside. And this business has, I mean, you, I met Jamie, has enabled me to meet so many different yeah, people. Yeah, I love it. I love and that's it. I really, love We would never have met the three of us without Instagram. You're in Westchester, you're in Brooklyn, Brooklyn I'm in Five Towns. We may have had a little overlap, but it's, it's unreal. Right. It's unreal what the you know, social media community does. And even with the Nachum Siegel Network, I was in, and shout out to you, Maury, I was in, I talk about you all the time, Kansas. And one of my followers, like, um, came over to me and it, not followers, listeners from the Nakam Siegel Network from Overland Park, Kansas. Wow. You know, like it's so nice have- that, that, that we have these uh, interactive connections. And I love when all my listeners reach out to Nakam loves when people reach out to him. And when people reach out to me, we love it. We love the communication. We have customers in the United Kingdom. They're begging me for my products. I know, right? That would be like amazing. Uh, my to get distributor, that over there. my distributor can do it. We can go to Canada. We can go to Mexico. We can go to the UK. We can do it, and we're getting ready to do it. We just need a little time, right? Australia, we'll 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 get it's there. Far. My mum will take a suitcase back for you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Throw some in the suitcase. We, we just got to get you know the, all of our certifications. The OU, we're under Babad. We have to get the gluten free certification. We have to secure our ingredients. We got to get the co packer. Taking right. over. Have you found, you know, I hate talking about COVID stuff, but <laughs> have you found that with, you know, since COVID right. or more recently with the gas price and that, things are more difficult to get? They they, they actually are. They're actually, for sure more expensive. I actually, my margarine comes from overseas. And I actually reached out and I said, hey, remember I ordered this and now I need it again. He's like, hey, the, the price has doubled and the shipping it's has tripled. tripled. Thank yeah. you. How would you know that? Yes. So yeah, so that's that's why we're doing all these trials because we got to reassess our pricing. Everything, everything has gone up. Just you know, I have to buy flour in North Dakota now. They got to get it to me, right? You know, so we're in North Dakota. I'm not even sure, but they actually are kosher. Could you believe this? And they there is nothing in North Dakota. Not a lot going on in North Dakota. Well, we there's a wonderful Chabad house. Really, we found a place that makes our flowers. We what, give them what? we give them our actual recipe of how we blend our ratios and they they blend it for us and then they ship it to us and that makes it a lot. Yeah, we have learned so much and a lot of people have really been helpful. I cannot going to lie. I mean, people in the industry and same business have helped me so much. That's so nice. I love hearing that. It's really, really great. It's really that. great. Yeah. And I always want to pay it forward also trying to yeah. help other I'm people. I'm a big believer in paying it forward. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jamie. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> been here the whole time, but it's so great to have both of you because I feel like there's so much overlap between the two of you. And last Was it last week that you? Yeah. So yes. your cooking I did class. a cooking demo at the Young Israel of Woodmere. Um, and you guys sat together, and I was so excited to see you both there. And you We're came. also going for lunch after this, if you'd like to join us. I wish I could join you. <laughs> cork and Slice. Show. Oh, Cork and Slice. <gasps> I love them. Okay, get the BLT. <laughs> I've had that. I've yeah. actually never been there. Oh, really? You're oh. going to love it. I'm a little, yeah. I've I, never been there because I, every time I'm here with my celiac kid yeah, or my celiac brother-in-law, and there's nothing gluten Right, there. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Change that. <laughs> yeah, I, I am... Yeah, I can't, I can't join you because I'm going to be busy doing shows today. So, okay. 
You'll, ha- you'll have me in mind. <laughs> we'll get the BLT for you. We'll get the BLT for me. In, in, yeah. So, Jamie, you've been on the show before. Yes. Um, we've got lots of new listeners since you've been on. Did you want to say something else? No, no. He's checking on the, oh, on the puff. I wanted me, if he wanted me to look at it. Uh, ZK, are you okay then? He needs a couple more. ZK is a very good cook. <laughs> he's a good cook. Okay. He's, he knows how to cook. Okay, cool. Um, so... Tell me a little bit about your background because, uh, you know, like there's all these people giving out health advice and this and that, like everyone from your mother, your grandmother to these coaches to this to that, but it takes actually something to give you, make you qualified. And that's a piece of paper and years of training. So yes. Tell us correct. about that. So I actually have been a registered dietitian for over 20 years. I know wow. it makes me feel like very old, but... Um, I am a registered dietitian. I have my master's in clinical nutrition. I worked for many, many years in Mount Sinai, cholesterol centers, medical centers, until I had my kids. And then I worked part-time consulting because I wanted to be home with the kids. And when my kids went back to school full-time, my youngest one is now 13, I started an online nutrition business to give nutrition information to people at my, you know, that they could get it all the time, anytime, rather than have to like go park, pay for parking, go in an office, see a nutritionist and come home. This way they can get it, you know, 24 hours a day. I love it. I love it. Especially now with, with, uh, when things went like with more online with COVID. <laughs> Everything's online. I saying that word. I know. Um, you know, people weren't running to doctor's appointments and you could do this all online. Right. And so I wrote a book about living with celiac disease. It literally came out the weekend that COVID COVID came came out. Like, I don't think anybody ever read the book, saw the book. (laughs) I'm not even sure. Um, It's a great book. But then a year later, the publisher asked me to write another book. That's the one I was on last time. Right, right. My kosher book. So, so tell us a little bit about your plan and what sets your plan apart from everyone else's. We've had some wonderful RDs on the show um, and everyone has their own unique plan, like you're unique, I'm, my, my following's unique. Like what is <coughs> unique about – you're super unique because nobody does what you do, <laughs> Esther. So um, what is unique what, about me? What's your so, – well, yeah. I would I mean, say, plan. well, everything I do is gluten-free. And that's how I know right. Esther. So when I make food for Shabbos, it's all gluten-free. When I develop recipes for Shabbos, it's all gluten-free. So it's not just kosher, but it's kosher and gluten-free and healthy. So it's right. healthy, and gluten-free, so you can go healthy to, and delicious. You can go to a regular di- reg- RD, a dietitian, and get a great plan, but will include maybe some things with gluten. Yours is actually gluten-free. Gluten-free. So it's good for people that have celiac. It's good for people that have you know, irritable bowel syndrome. It's good for people. Many different autoimmune diseases feel that gluten aggravates their autoimmune disease. So a lot of people are gluten-free, even if they're not celiac, a lot of people are gluten-free for other health reasons. Not that they have to be gluten-free, but when they eat gluten-free, it makes them feel better. Right. Right. Uh, There's so like over Pesach when everything was gluten-free, I actually felt a little bit like (laughs) More energized. I feel like sometimes when you eat gluten or you have a slice of pizza, you feel sluggish afterwards and an hour later you're hungry. A hundred percent. But also you noticed when you did the wellness delivered, when you eat healthier, you felt better. Oh, yeah. 
I am. I am doing my own plan now. No, I'm of, just saying when you now, choose healthy good. food, you feel better. you feel better. So, but I did. I did like even now. Like I'm on this big health kick. I'm making a wedding in four weeks, and I want to like you know shedding for the wedding. And I've just been having like. Um, in the morning, egg, how about eggs and, and yogurt throughout the day, fruit, water, tea, chicken, fish, salad, last Shabbat, I didn't have any meat. I stayed vegetarian. Not vegetarian, um, parv, I had fish. Okay. Um, pescatarian, whatever. I don't That's know. That's pescatarian. Uh, right? So, like, I was for the – and I really, like, it was the first time I didn't leave Shabbos feeling much of Shabbos. Ugh. I felt like I could go for a run. So, Some people do go for a run after Shabbos. I usually cannot because I've eaten all day. But I was careful with what I ate. And I'll- well, that's what I'm doing now. That's what my new program is all about. Okay, so talk a so little bit. So I have a new program. It's called Shabbat Made Easy. And it is all about cooking delicious, healthy Shabbos food, but that's healthy. So you feel good afterwards. Okay. So even if I was making dessert, like this is completely guilt-free, healthy dessert because there's no added sugar. It's all clean ingredients and totally healthy. Okay. I think we need to get started. So what if we – let's start with the vegetables. Okay. So this is because the way the Shabbat Made Easy program works is that it is a paid WhatsApp group. They get oh, – okay. for the whole month, every Wednesday they get a Shabbos menu, a shopping list, and full recipes for Shabbat. So Friday night, Saturday lunch, and Shalashittis. Then they get teachings each week. I teach a nutrition topic, like this week was um, meal planning. And then they have access to me to be their own private nutritionist. They can WhatsApp me during the month anytime. So they get the support, they get the healthy recipes, they get healthy Shabbos food, and it's all kid-friendly, approved. My teenagers eat it, my kids eat it, and delicious. These are great. My daughter, Gabby, just walked in. Hello, Gabby. some pickled string beans? We have a guest today. Hi, Gabriella. Would you like to try, try some pickled string beans? This is amazing. These They're are delicious. so good, right? They're so good, right? You can hear me crunch into the camera, into the mic. Oh, my God, this is so good. They're so good. So, like, imagine putting that as a side dish on your Shabbos table. It's totally guilt-free, healthy, delicious. I think this delicious. is a nush. Forget, I yeah, it, yeah it could be a snack. snack. I put this out when I – Zeke, hey, come. Zika, I'm going to put... I always feed Zika. Um, I brought it for you. When 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 your kids come out from school, like, yeah. put this out. This ha- is like... My kids love pickles. Well, when I make it, I'll make like a couple jars. I leave them in my fridge. My kids do snack on this. But like... Right? For someone that's used to having heavy Shabbos food, if you make this and people are eating it around your Shabbos table, not only is it delicious, but they feel good after. This is... Remember... Gabby doesn't have a microphone. We're out of microphones. We're just talking about how I ate healthy last week and I felt so good, Matzah Shabbos. Um, this is delicious. Delicious. Okay, so what's in this? Can we share a recipe? Yes, I can get you the recipe. Um, that per- that specific one was a kitchen hack because I was in a rush. Yeah, tell us. Tell so us, te- the kitchen hack oh is if God. you have a jar of pickles, yeah. don't throw out the liquid. Just throw string beans in wow. your pickle liquid jar. No way. Yeah. So you buy a jar of pickles, eat the pickles, save the liquid, and put string beans in, and leave it for a, a day or overnight. Oh, but you can do do it with any vegetables. Yes, I just happen to like the string beans because you can pick them up. There's no bugs in the string beans; they're easy. Can you use the French string beans? And there's too? no sugar. Yeah, any string. What about there's no sugar so in that liquid? So you, if you make your own pickling liquid, you have to use sugar, but it. It doesn't matter because you don't really eat the pickling liquid. It just flavors the pickles. Okay, but that's fine. 
That's fine. Because I'm a very strict diet. That's fine. But this one I made from, you know, kosher dill pickle liquid because I had it. That's such a great hat, guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you can keep them, you know, and, and they'll just stay pickled. You know, if you keep them longer, they'll just be a little more sour, but they'll still be... I like crunchy vegetables, like mushy vegetables. Yeah, but Like who wants to eat mushy vegetables? So these are like... The last time I brought you um, marinated broccoli, which was also crunchy. Oh, yeah. So this yeah, is like yeah, another yeah. version of like a really good, healthy, crunchy, delicious vegetable. Side so dish. Good. Or nosh or whatever. Now we want to move into the dessert part because we see chocolate and okay. those are your cookies. pizzas okay though? They're not burning? I think you took them out. They're out? Should we... Sh okay. You you want Let's to have bring it? them out. Let's bring them out. And then oh, we'll... you want me to tell you what this is? Yeah, what well, you tell okay. us? Okay, so these are dark chocolate bark with almonds and ginger. Oh, I like that flavor profile. Yes, so the ginger is totally healthy for your body, but the nuts help delay the absorption of the chocolate in your body also, so this is completely healthy. Yeah, no, it needs a few more minutes. It needs a few more like minutes, five okay. more minutes, yeah. Sorry, chef. <laughs> I don't know if people like it well done or not. We want them to oh, pop well up. Well done, well done. Thank you, ZK. The oven is still on? Oh, okay, going. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Maybe, maybe, maybe crank it up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe to 420. <laughs> okay, so these are dark chocolate bark with almonds and ginger. Okay, Esther. Very good. I'm just having a little bit, can I? I'm okay. watching everything I'm going into my mouth. Okay. I've been very careful. Delicious. I'm just scared of Thank you. chocolate. Oh, the chocolate. Like yeah. I know I'm talking to an RD here. Okay. This is my kid's favorite. There is no sugar in these whatsoever. Okay. But, but it's carbs though, right? It has oats. Oats. Okay. I'm just going to take a little bit because these look amazing. Gabby, you want to try some? Gluten-free oats. Gluten-free oats. It has bananas, uh, uh, applesauce. Oats naturally gluten-free? Can you want to answer that? Oats are naturally gluten-free. They're not? They are. The problem with them is they are grown in the same fields as wheat. And when the wind blows, the wheat particles get onto the oats. So you have to buy gluten-free oats from a field that is dedicated to only oats. Get out. And do you ever, I never would have I thought, thought they that. also rotated the crops. That's part of it being dedicated to only right. oats. <laughs> but this is like... A guilt-free. Like, so this you could have for dessert. You could have it for breakfast with your tea. You could have it, you know, with your coffee on Shabbos afternoon. But what That's I do very in good. the program very, very good. is that if you're on Shabbos, you still can enjoy delicious dessert, but this is healthy dessert. You're not going to feel deprived eating this, but you will feel good after. Right, right. I, I think people like to end the meal off with something yeah. a little bit sweet. That is excellent. I really like that. I'm not a huge, in general, I'm not a huge chocolate person. Like, I never sit down to a bar of chocolate, but right. I love that you added the ginger because it, it makes it, like, yeah. taste. Yeah. I love like it. I love flavor to smell. <laughs> I like to smell ginger. I feel it's, like, very, like, soothing and, like, relaxing. It right. So flaky salt on that also. Mm. These, as they came out of the oven, my... My daughter was grabbing them. I'm like, no, 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 I'm taking them somewhere. She's Naomi like, wants them. Can you make a second batch for me to take to my friend's house for Shabbos? So I packed yours up and then I made another batch. Oh, oh my God. No, they're, they're really delicious. Gabs, good? Delicious. Yeah? Really. You can hear? Yeah. I'm a big chocolate person. 
And there's no sugar in those. That, I mean, they're sweetened with bananas and apples. Wow. They're bananas. So, what, so what's in there? Let's recap. This This is a cookie made with, go. Oats. Oats. Bananas. Bananas. Applesauce. Applesauce. Vanilla. Baking Extra. powder. Chocolate chips. And a, like, pinch of salt. <gasps> Very impressive. All right, now I can have another one. Yeah, they're like... I only had such a little bit, right? There's Not no sugar in these. No sugar. But how much, how much carbs is in here? It was like, two cups of oats for like an entire large right, sheet so tray of cookies. I'm not eating that much here, right? No. I don't want to ruin my diet. I'm doing so well. <laughs> Did you try it? Yeah. The dietitian's forcing me to eat. <laughs> it's so good. That's really good. We just need a cup of tea now. Don't right. worry, I won't make you make tea. So if you were having this on Shabbos, you wouldn't feel deprived having this for right. dessert no. with your tea. And then after Shabbos, you could go for a run because you would feel good. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, this is really great. All right, so so tell us a little bit more about your latest cookbook, which was already a year ago. but My kosher cookbook. Your kosher cookbook. I mean, both, so, both your books are kosher. Except what the publisher put in another yes, recipe. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, okay. okay, so my first book is about living with celiac disease. So like when you get those calls, my kid was just diagnosed, what do I do? They should read that book. <laughs> because that is a book about you just got diagnosed. What do you need in your kitchen? What do you need to get rid of in your kitchen? How do you separate things in your kitchen? How to avoid cross-contamination? What you can eat, what you absolutely can eat. Products that are... Um, questionable in the orthodox religion it's important like especially when kids get diagnosed because things like sour sticks and twizzlers are not gluten-free really yeah licorice licorice is got gluten yeah yes and sour sticks and all those sour gummies can have gluten in them so if a religious kid gets diagnosed with celiac it's important to get the resources so that you know what is safe and what isn't so what's the most surprise ingredient besides like sour six that we use every day that we think is good for us that has gluten. Soy sauce. Yeah, I was just going to say that. So what? what? What, Teriyaki sauce, salad dressing. So what's flour in that? It has wheat. The the fermented soy has wheat. When they ferment the soy and they make soy sauce, it has wheat. Is there a gluten-free option? Yes. Actually, um... La Choy makes a gluten-free option. You can buy tamari, which tamari. is a is a also a gluten-free option. I personally cook with the coconut aminos. Right. Tell be- us what that is. What's coconut aminos like? We hear that word. Coconut a lot. aminos is a fermented product from coconut that has a very similar taste to soy sauce, and it acts like soy sauce in cooking. I personally use it because it's um, less salty. So it gives a less salty. And you can use it on Passover as well. you can use it on Passover as well. Right. I I was looking actually, I saw a lot of uh, questions on WhatsApp chats this year if if it was uh, kosher la pesa. It is. Because someone's still going to go up and certify it. One of the brands is certified kosher la pesa. It comes from a coconut. It's completely kosher for pesa. Fantastic. Um, So my second cookbook is just a kosher cookbook that the publisher asked me to write after that um, debacle of not putting, you know, kosher things only in my first book. And they asked me to write a kosher cookbook. So that book is not gluten-free. It's just delicious recipes that I made. That are healthy. Healthy and delicious before my kid got diagnosed with celiac. Right. That's so interesting. So you really had to like change your game. Yeah. 
I changed my game. Did you, you cook find with that- gluten for your family at all, or you do not? So when I first started, I kept a separate counter for her and I cooked regular for everybody else, but I was policing her all day long. So I switched it. So now everything I cook is gluten-free. The only things I cook in my house are gluten-free. And for my family members, I have a separate counter for them. And like on Shabbos, I will buy challah and cake for them, but I only cook and bake gluten-free in my house. So there's no cross-contamination. So there's no cross-contamination. So that's what makes me different as a nutritionist in my Instagram profile. Right. Because not only am I kosher and Shabbos observing and making Shabbat meals and, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Shavuos, but I'm also doing it gluten-free. Wow. Okay. You know, there's a very good bakery out there in Connecticut, which is not that by the far way, bakery. from By the Way Bakery. Do you know why it's called By the Way Bakery? No. Because you eat a piece of cake and you go, well... That's delicious. And they say, by the way, it's gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. It's in Connecticut's... Up, upper West Side, Upper East Side. And, and Westchester. So, and Westchester. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know they had so many. And now they sell them in Whole Foods. Like if you go into any Whole Foods in the freezer section and in the refrigerator section, they have slices of cake in the refrigerator section and frozen stuff in the, the freezer stuff was section. Excellent. Gabby, do you remember when we went there? Where was it again? In Connecticut? Where, that we Greenwich. Went? Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah. We were coming home from a Shabbaton. Yeah. She was I, this big high-profile lawyer and she decided to be a baker. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. we got to get her in here and talk about that. Helene Groden. We'll, She's we'll, very nice. Yeah, yeah, you know her? You guys know her? I don't know her. I don't know her, but I think I have her email address. I'm friends with her on Facebook, actually. Okay, maybe we can. She's very nice, though, because I... You hook us up. I messaged her once about a problem that I had in the store, and I was, I'm was i a very big customer, because, you know, it's just easier. It's, it's, yeah. My kid's gluten-free. And I messaged her not to get anything out of it, just to alert her what happened, and she was so apologetic. She called me. She messaged me. She sent me a $100 gift certificate. Wow. Oh, my God. Said, I'm so sorry for your troubles. Here, go buy them again. Oh, that's and she really, so nice. I mean, I was only doing it from one health professional to another person to alert her what happened. But she was really, really honorable about it. Really nice. Okay. That's so great to hear. I, th- I feel like these issues are more and more on the rise. Kids go to camp. There's always, like, there's a designated kitch- kitchen staff right. person to... Just deal with all the food issues. The, the vegetarians. Oh, is that ready? I think so, yeah. Okay, because we've got five. Pizza, man. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> pizza delivery. Okay, look at this. Put this here. Yeah. yeah, you can put it down. I don't want okay. You see, they puff up. I did up. one plane so they you did puff see up. It. You see, they did puff up. Look, it's puffy or it's hot. Looks good. I'm going to try Gabby, one. would you like one? This is gluten-free. Here, hand oh. me one. Let's try. I'll try it. Okay. Oh, wait. Is this my plane? It's a bit hot. Yeah. I know what they taste like, but I'll have one. They're good. They're crispy. Oh my gosh, I can't. It's too hot. You got. You guys can talk, and mm. I will. Here, there. I'm going to put one. It's too hot. Down. Wow. It's delicious, right? It's like really good. something really simple and easy. We could put some of that. You could do meat, and you could do the plant plant based feta feta. On, right I can't on wait to try it. Right, I'm like so excited. Put some olives and some. That'd be so good. Oh yeah, and serve that as an appetizer for Shabbos Day. Yeah, Gabby, there's a plant-based feta cheese coming out from Hell, Heaven and Earth. Do you know what's so. interesting? We eat uh, yebra. You know what that is? The yeah, but sure. I actually did that with Beth Warren. Right. Um, she also it is an RD, and we did that on kosher.com. So now, right, people yebra. always they always put feta cheese on. On the domas, the, the par of ones. Now we can put the feta cheese on the meat ones. Right, right. Oh, okay. 
That sounds the good. The Brachas right? Yes. yes. Do you know what I got from Heaven Earth? I bought the plantain um, croutons. They're delicious. My favorite. They're so good. They're gluten-free. This is so good. It's so hot. Well, it's I so kind of scarf it down. This, I is can't. Not taste, this is not taste Passover. It does not taste no, Passover. But it's too hot to eat. It's hot to eat. We've got to let it cool down. We could also like talk on the show. What did you ask, Abby? I was asking if it was Kosher Le Pesach. Yeah, it's the Kosher Le Pesach one. She, she had them in her freezer. She could have sold them for like $100. Do <laughs> you happen to have these? Yeah. But because Esther and I, I, we made a whole bunch, and it was my one leftover package that I had that you mm-hmm. gave me. We had a secret mission. Remember mm-hmm. with Lily, I had to come to Brooklyn. We had to meet her on the street corner, and then Under we darkness. get to Lily. Why right. there was none left in the store? It was just all of my friends, all I, my relatives were texting me, and I'm sorry. I, she I would have had a line around my block. She needed to get me a package, you know. <laughs> If you if you know you know if you know you know, <laughs> and um, I bought them in seasons. Yeah, yeah that was sold out here. So it was um, sold out everywhere. We got we got. Um, I met with Lily uh, Michan. Oh, she's now married, right? She's the same, yes. Yeah, we have a different last name. And she met me. I think she lived at a kitchen caboodle. She went to kitchen caboodles and she yeah. dropped them. Yeah, I was running late. She had to go to the hairdresser. Right, you know. right, right. So During we did. A, I, I did a kitchen caboodles run. It's always important. Oh, I love kitchen caboodles. I love Suzanne and oh, she's a Helen and love them so much. I have to go there. I'm not usually You've in never been there? I don't go to Brooklyn. Come maybe next week. I've got to do some errands. I live right there. I live literally a block right. away. Yeah. I told you I'm coming to your house, Esther, to cook with you again. <laughs> got it. This is so good, guys. Now it's cooled down a little bit. I can actually take a bite. Mm. Delicious. But Naomi, her gluten-free kibbe are Did delicious. You have? Yeah, I've had them. I've They're had some so of her gluten-free good. products. They're so good. So, so tell us, where are these? When are they going to be available? We're we're working on it. Give us like a couple of more weeks, and they'll be available nationwide. We're distributed by Quality Frozen Foods. Okay. So tell your store to contact them. We just like I said, we just got to get. The word our, out? Ba- our bags. We gotta get our bags. We gotta get our certification. Are they gonna be in regular stores or just kosher stores? Right now, just kosher. And once we get that established, we're gonna go after the you know the non-kosher market because so many people are celiac and yeah. they want. And this is a really good product. It just really happens product. to be kosher and parv. But that's good for the and people that are. And this is also vegan. This is also right. no so eggs. for people that are are dairy. A lot of people that have celiac are dairy free. Right. Also, and this so is also egg free. And there is no sugar in here at all either. There is no They're sugar so in this delicious. recipe. It's, it's, like, it's not really a recipe. It's a technique. That's what people don't understand about puff, puff pastry. It's a two-day process. You have to have a sheeter. It's a big technique. You have to know what you're doing. Lily is actually the puff pastry master in our operation. Okay, we got to get Lily on the show. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah because, we'll, you know, I've tried to make it. It didn't work out for me. It's, it's a process. It's a two-day process. Okay, and a lot of love and time has gone into that. I just want to thank you both for coming down. Thank you for thank having you, me. Bridges and beltways and parkways and traffic. Traffic. The, yeah, the, the I don't know. I think maybe it's closer to get here from Brooklyn than West Rockaway Turnpike is a disaster right now. So, uh, I don't know. Ways took me a whole different way. Yeah, you probably came over the Marine Park Bridge. No, I didn't. It took me to the Rockaway Parkway, actually. Rockaway Parkway. That's what I meant. Yeah, Rockaway yeah. Parkway. That's no, no, I, no, I didn't go through Ch- Beach Channel Drive. I the, went through the Belt Parkway. Oh, you? Okay. That, okay. That's it's, 
Yeah, it's a little I crazy. I came the traditional way over okay. the bridge. Okay. <laughs> Thank you both so much. Thank, Thank you, you to, Naomi. Thank you to Heaven and Earth uh, who was sponsoring the show for uh, their delicious plant-based feta. We look forward to getting that on the shelves. And uh, thank you to Health and Halacha, uh, the conference. Don't forget to sign up. You can sign up for my class this coming Sunday. It's at five from 5.30 to 6.30 or healthandhalacha.com. And to Atara for coming on the show. Just want to wish everyone a Shabbat Shalom. And we have music sponsored by Kerem right up until Lech Benching. Wishing you all. Good job, Shabbos. Shabbos.